Yo, what's going on, guys? This is Gabe. It's Caleb. And this is Positive Outlook Podcast, episode five. But before we start, where'd all your hair go? <laughs> I actually got a haircut last week. Just one? Just w- <laughs> Well, no. You got them all cut? Very funny. All That's right. a good dad joke. All right. He got them all cut. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, As you can see here, we're in the, we're in the hoodie. Um, Only five winners so far have claimed their hoodies. Um, So we need, you know, to hear back from those other five. Make sure you get on that. They're free hoodies. Take advantage of it. They're very nice hoodies. And then the website will be dropping. So keep an eye for that. If you did not win, you can purchase some. And if you did win, contact us and we can get your picture on the website. That'd be pretty cool to see you guys up there. Yeah. Take a selfie in your merch. We'll throw it up there. Be a good time. Yep. We already have, what, three people up there? Yeah. But, I mean, let's get to it. What are we talking about today? Uh, Today, I figured we'd talk about fear and ego. Fear and ego. Requested topics. Okay, okay. Requested by a by a viewer. Yes, sir. All right. Where do you want to start with this? Um. Well, where would you rather start with fear or ego? Which Which one should we tackle first? Well, I say we lead with fear and okay. implement it into ego because ego is usually run by fear. All right. That's let's, good. So let's start with fear. Okay. So, uh, what's the most common fear? Would you say? I think for most of the people out there, it's the fear of failure. I don't know. I don't know if you agree with me, but what what do you think? I personally think, or at least have heard, I don't know if it's true. I don't have any studies or research, but I think it's the fear of success. Really? As weird as that sounds. You think the fear of success is more popular than the fear of fear of failure? I don't know if it's necessarily more popular, but I think deep down it's a more common one. Like not that it's more common than the fear of failure, but I do think that it's, you know, less talked about, but definitely out there. Okay, okay. We'll talk about that. What's the fear of success look like to you? So the fear of success, from my point of view, um, is just feeling that you don't deserve something. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of people kind of shy away because, well, maybe I don't deserve to be in the spotlight. You know, people will see actors like Will Smith or just any famous person, maybe in a field they want to follow. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they don't know if they deserve it themselves. Why do you think they feel that way? Um... You know, maybe they think either they didn't work hard enough or maybe they think that they're just not in a right, the right point to even get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just think it's it's something to definitely to like point out Yeah. because it, not a lot of people talk about it. Some people don't even know until they're at that point. Right. And so it's it's just nice to kind of get out on the table. You think people are too hard on themselves? Absolutely. I think I think there's too many people out there that don't realize the potential they have inside of them. They don't realize that they deserve, you know, everything hard that they can work for. And that kind of intimidates them. And, you know, they they almost stop working hard when they see that goal coming closer because they're like, Do I really deserve this? Did I work hard enough? Exactly. But it's like if you're right there, you know, you see you see your your goal and you've worked up to this point, take advantage of it. Grab that goal. You've earned it. Just jump for it. Stop being so hard on yourselves. And um, I have a lot of ex- personal experience in that field of, uh-huh. you know, being really close and then not knowing if, well, maybe, maybe like for, I reference lifting a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I apologize. But when I was starting to hit like 160 in my weight, you know, I was like, well, 170 is too far away. Yeah. Well, I've come this far. I've put on 20 pounds. What's 10 more? Right. I deserve that. I do, mm-hmm. just because I've been working for it. And it's okay to be a little selfish. Yeah. It really is, because 
a lot of humanity is giving and caring. Yeah. But you always need to have a little bit of selfishness. Yeah, take care of yourself. Very important. How are you going to take care of others? Right. So uh, let's talk about your fear. I mean, it's not my fear, but right. you know, it's very common. Uh, so my well, here, here, we'll do this real quick. We'll put this out there. Okay. What What is your personal fear? My personal fear. Um. So I did not. I ended up deciding not to enlist. Yeah. Um. I want to go be a pilot. My personal fear is I just I feel like I got a really late jump. Hmm. And so yeah, you're already so old and so far behind, aren't you? <laughs> well, I just mean uh, and. Compared to the others in the field I want to go into, mm-hmm. um, I took a tour of the school, and this kid's like, he's a junior in high school and already has his private pilot's license, mm-hmm. and I haven't even started a class yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so as they're giving the tour and they're talking about all these terminology and words, and I just right, right, right over my head, and I'm just starting to realize like I'm way behind in this process compared to him. Compared to him, and. As we as we went on and started talking, um, the director there, super nice lady, was was explaining that it's okay. You know, lots yeah. of people start from scratch. I mean, I know you got to start somewhere, yeah. but it's definitely just something that kind of lingers around. So you feel like you kind of have to jump on everything that you want to get done, or else you're gonna miss your window. Pretty much. Uh huh. You've been working on that, trying definitely. to trying to take that step back and realize like oh, I'm only 18 years old. I could have started this. 10 years down the road and still be in a good spot, you know? Right. Yeah, it's definitely a process. And, you know, I'm not here saying I have everything figured out, but I do know what it takes to overcome it. Yeah. And it's it's going to be a fun ride. Yeah. So let's talk about your fear now. Butterflies. Fear, but I hate butterflies, dude. They scare... No, nah, I'm just kidding. Butterflies are cute. Um, So my, my fear... Is the fear of missing out because of, like, it's so hard. I'm trying to explain it. In, in a, so right. so there's the fear of failure, right? And then there's the fear of missing of an opportunity because of the fear of failure. Okay. So so that's, that's always been my biggest fear is when opportunity arises and I'm scared that I'm going to fail it, I'm more afraid of the outcome if I don't accept this offer or don't accept this opportunity because I was scared of failure so you're not fair you're not scared of the failure you're scared of missing the opportunity because i'm scared of failure okay so you are scared of failure in a sense so it's not the failure that scares me it's the thought of failure which would make me miss an opportunity that scares me okay so you're saying once you failed all of the doors that close on you because of that failure yes okay but also so where this leads is or where it has led me um because I, I kind of realized this when i was about 18 years old um it made me realize that i should i should take opportunities that sound like they would be beneficial to me so as i soon started to accept these these offers um you know trying new things out i realized that maybe they weren't the best for me and um you know if it did end up in failure or it ended up in um you know it ending which isn't necessarily failure you know what i mean right. um it not being for me, there's a lesson to be learned from each of those situations. And that's, that's the same thing. I kind of want to go into, um, the fear of failure now. Um, so kind of the same thing is the only negative outcome of failing something is others opinions on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, um, 
You know, I feel like one of the biggest ones that our viewers can relate to is giving uh, like a presentation in class. Okay. It's like, what if I go up there, choke on my words, look like an idiot? It's like, oh, that's that's kind of embarrassing for me. But I'm not worried about what I think about myself. I'm worried about all, what all my all my peers are going to think right. of me when I go sit back down. Because you know it was a goof. Yeah, it happens. Right. You know, everybody messes up from time to time. But you worrying about what other people are going to think about you just makes it so much worse. I and got a funny side relatable story. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, it was biology class my sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. And we were given this presentation, me and my friends. Yeah. And the word organism came up. Oh, no. I can and see where this is going. I think you can guess what I said instead of organism. Yep. <laughs> Freshman year? Yeah. Just out of like nerves. You just, it was like the I word was just, that. I was reading too fast. I was trying to get it over with because I knew that word was coming up. You know, other kids have done it in their presentations. Mm-hmm. And I totally butchered it. Well, that's the thing is like in that situation, right? What's going on in your mind? Don't say this word. Don't say this word. Don't say this word. So that's the overcoming thought. Right. And as soon as you get to that word, it's like, oh, man, I said that word because it's like the the overbearing thought in your mind. And it's like if you didn't let that thought even become powerful or Mm -hmm. if you didn't even have that thought, it wouldn't have happened. It was so built up on anxiety Mm -hmm. rather than saying, I'm going to nail this. Mm -hmm. I was, please don't screw this up. Yeah. And then I screwed it up. And you know what happened? Mm. They laughed for about two seconds. And then I continued my presentation. Yeah. But that's the thing is like. So this is, a, this is a very good point is the fear of you saying that caused you to say it, which is what's, you know, what happens with 90% of your fears or um, in some situations you realize, oh my gosh, this is going to be so bad. This is going to be so bad. And the anxiety and the worry that builds up to the moment is a hundred times worse than you going through the moment and you get through the moment and you're like, wait, that was actually kind of funny or like that wasn't bad. Right. It wasn't worth my 48 hours of worry I had leading up to this moment. Exactly. And can I go down a rabbit hole real quick? Go down it. Uh, so I heard this kind of saying um, a little while ago and it was talking about how um, there's like this thing with the universe where you put it in and it comes back to you. Okay. So essentially you put in a positivity and positivity comes back. You give a negativity, negativity comes back. Like a boomerang. Yeah. Okay. And so this this guy uh, was doing a study and he had a bunch of people write down their goals. And some people wrote down, you know, I'm going to be fit. I'm going to be healthy. You know, more detail, but essentially that's yeah, what they yeah. were writing. And others were writing, I'm not going to have acne. You know, Yeah. just the opposite, like focusing on what they don't want and not mm. what they want. Yeah. And almost every single person that wrote down either the positive or the negative had positive or negative results. Mm-hmm. Because when you're focusing on what you don't want, it comes back to you. Right. And so I just thought that was a very interesting concept. And I've been waiting so long to <laughs> throw that idea in here yeah. where what you give is what you get back. Because it's it's strange how it works, but it almost always works 100% of the yeah. time. It's like that um, that quote by Will Smith. He says, you know, he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. Right. And because it's like if, you, if you're fearing something and it's like the overbearing thought on your mind and it's like, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do this. When you get to that moment, you're not going to be able to do it just because that's what you believe. You know, you've, you've tricked your subconscious into thinking that that is the truth. But now you hype yourself up like, oh, my gosh, dude, I was worried about this. I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm going to beat this up. I'm going to get straight through it. And then you get up there and you just power through you and be like, why was I worried about that? Exactly. It's it's almost like magic. Like, yeah, a lot of people say luck 
has a factor. But when you look at it, successful people have luck, but it's because it's usually opportunity that's open from jumping in. Yeah, because they're hard work. It's like preparing to fail is failing to prepare. Or failing to prepare is preparing to fail. You know what I mean? It's like if you're not prepared for an opportunity to come up in your life, when the opportunity comes up, you're not even going to realize it, much less take it, because you don't realize that, that opportunity is there because you haven't been setting up your life to grab that opportunity. Right. Now, if you're preparing your whole life for an awesome opportunity to come, when you know one or more come, you're going to be like, dang, like I'm ready for this, and I'm going to grab it. Just like that kind of thing, you know? So, question for you. What's your biggest current fear right now? My it's, biggest it's a hard thing to point out. Like It really is. Um, currently... Um, which is bad that I'm realizing it in the moment of like my youth is that when I get older, I will not appreciate my youth as much because I'm trying to work so hard to become successful in the future. So you're scared that maybe you'll miss. I'm going to be upset at myself when I'm older because I didn't enjoy my youth now because right now I'm so focused on, you know, trying to be successful, trying to set myself up for 10 years down the road that when I get 10 years down the road, I'm going to be like, you could have just done this later. Why didn't you enjoy your life when you were young? And how are you how are you working on that? It's a pretty deep problem. I'm just uh keeping myself busy with work. Yeah. <laughs> just trying not to think you know what I mean? Well, I think it's very important to just always be going and not use the excuse while I'm young. Yeah. But it's also important to have a balance. Yeah. You gotta live your life. And I personally, from what I can tell, I'd say you balance it. You think so? I would say so. I but think yeah. It, it's always difficult. You're not gonna have a perfect balance, but I mean, that's just the best is if you try to have it balanced, you're not only work or only go out and yeah. do stupid things. I think if you have that balance, usually there's not much to worry about. Plus, it's hard to focus on it because like when I'm stuck at work, you know, if I'm working 40, 50, 60 hours a week, the overbearing thought in my mind is when am I going to be able to enjoy life? And then for the five hours a week, I'm enjoying life. I'm like, dude, you're going to be so far behind. You need to get to work. And so it's like, you know, a double-edged sword right. where no matter what, I'm losing. But, I mean, I'm I'm loving every second of it because I'm learning and I'm growing. Right. And one day I'll find that. I mean, I'm only 20 years old. I'll be able to find that balance by the time I'm 22, 23. But for and now, I'm just... That right there, though, that mentality is is amazing. You know, people are, people are scared of failure, but it is the greatest lesson. It's such a cliche. But is such a good teacher. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I, feel, I mean, personally, when I mess something up and I get, you know, just screamed at for it, that is the best time for me to learn. Because I'm like, I don't want to feel this way again. I hate it when you're yelling at me right now. So when I get when I get that backlash and I get that negativity, I soak it in and I'm like, all right, let me hold the lesson in this and not mess up again. And a lot of people, at least I know, um, when they're in that failure moment rather than learning from it they like to blame well why are you yelling at me or getting angry at it rather than and everyone gets angry mm -hmm. you know if yeah. i'm getting in trouble i get mad but i just hold it in and then i reflect on it yeah what was i doing okay i was an idiot now i know not to do that yeah and that's just the most important part don't learn dwell on it. it but use it as a lesson yeah take it soak it in every i mean everything that you do in your life whether it's the happiest thing you can accomplish or whether it's the worst thing that can happen to you, there are lessons to be learned. And when you can focus on the lessons opposed to the negative side of, of these situations, they become so much more bearable because it's not like a why me, it's like try me. You know what I mean? 
I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah, you might have. Earlier episode of this podcast. Oh, have I said it? Yeah, on uh, personal growth. Good. Yeah. But it's that's a good saying, though. Yeah. And also one thing, um, you know, I came up with this saying uh, because it has helped me with my, you know, kind of more s- scary situations in life. Um, when you face a challenge in your life that, that seems fearful and it seems like it's too big of a monster to slay, um, I always say to myself, I say AOC for me. And the AOC, AOC? stands for, yeah, AOC is act of courage. Um, so I do an act of courage for myself because I know when I slay this beast that I thought was too big to be slain, the lesson I gather from that, you know, I might've struggled through the whole journey, but once I slay that beast, I'm like, I'm so proud of myself, all the courage that it took to get me to this next point. And now that monster's slain, all the weight's off my shoulders. And I said, okay, I can take on the next one. I thought he was too big. I slayed him. Send me the next one. And maybe this slightly can start transitioning into ego, but courage is a hard thing to have. Absolutely. And where where would you say that comes from? Courage? Courage comes from, I, I would say, in my personal opinion, courage from comes from the desire to want to grow as a human being. If you have no desire to better yourself, you're accepting where you're at, you don't need that, that extra bit of courage to try to push you through your challenges. I'm sorry, my phone's ringing. One sec. Come on. In the All middle right. of a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're okay. But, um, so, you know, enabling those acts of courage inside yourself is to step out of your comfort zone, take on a challenge you thought was too big for you, and come out a better person. It's all about personal growth. And this is with everything. Baby steps. Absolutely. Baby steps. Brick if, by brick. Yeah. If if it's something super tiny, start there, and a snowball effect happens. Yeah. You're ready to take on a slightly bigger challenge, and the next thing you know, you're taking on the hardest challenges you have to face. Yeah. It's it's, it's a domino effect. Yeah. And it's addicting. Self-growth is addicting. You mm-hmm. You take that first step. So when you take that first step, you know, it's been a fearful thought in your mind for so long of, I can't take that first step. You take that first step and you're like, okay, that was a little bit easier than I expected. It feels good. Yeah. And then you take that next step and you're like, I didn't even think I could take the first step. I'm on step two, step three, step four, so on and so forth. You just want to keep doing it. You get so such a rush. Yeah. You're so and proud of yourself and all that courage. It's the same courage. way video games are addicting. Yeah. Getting that satisfaction of beating that goal. Yeah. Same level, if not obviously more. Because yeah, it's real you life. Know, you pass a level in a video game, you know that's awesome. But mm-hmm. where does that get you? Yeah, where do you grow as a human? Right. So when you're actually making your goals, you are becoming a better person, and it feels good. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> All right. So how would you tie this into ego? Well, um, I think ego. It's hard to just jump in. Yeah. You know, I got to think about it for a second. But Well, where do you think where do you think an ego comes from? Um, I think a lot of it comes from your environment, how you take things in, and it's it's kind of like, okay, so say you're in I revert way too much to the gym. Mhm. Go but ahead. But say you're in the gym and you haven't really started lifting too much. And you see all these bigger guys around you putting up this massive weight. And there's this fear inside you that says you can't look weak. Right. Because at least as as a man myself, I have this, you know, right. I'm better than you guys. Or at least, you know, I'm, I'm as tough. An ego. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so then I try to put up the same weight and then it 
causes failure. And so I guess you could say ego really comes from fear. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? That's just kind of off the top of my head. So, um, okay, so I'm going to ask you this as well. Is an ego, so if someone says you have an ego, is that derogatory? It definitely depends on context, but usually I would say it's derogatory. Yeah, so usually. even out of context, if someone, you know, we're having a conversation, I just say you have an ego. Or or ego inflated. So, yeah, I suppose it's a derogatory because the bigger you, the ego you have, the more derogatory right. the term is. Right. And so I agree with you. I agree with you when you said, um, you know, feel, you feel like ego comes from fear. And I agree because people feel that they have this status in their lives, you know, um, let's say in, in high school sports, well, I'm the best. I don't want to mess up. If I mess up, I lose my status. So my ego is on the line here, which makes you, you know, play more cautiously. Um, you know, not perform to the best of your ability because you're scared to push yourself to certain limits that you don't think you could do because you don't want your ego to fall off the table. Yep. So ego can be very stunting in personal growth because you have to understand, like there are always going to be people out there that are better than you at what you want to try but you have to start somewhere you have to take those first steps you might be miles behind someone else who's who's not the best but they're they're in front of you and you're like i want you know even i just want to take my first few steps right like without without these people judging me and that's the thing is people don't care people so me personally if someone is trying something and they seem like an underdog i get so excited for them they try something new. I see them taking a couple baby steps. I'm like, I am so proud of you. I want I want to see you crush this. I have such a rabbit hole I could jump down right now. Do it. Let me hear it. Um, so I watch a lot of Tony Robbins, as I've been mentioning more and more. Yeah, yeah. And he talks about how opinions, uh, they affect everybody. Yep. It doesn't matter how tough you are, how little you make it seem like you let it in. People who say, screw your opinions, I don't care about them, usually aren't telling the truth. Right. But you can't let those opinions modify you. And so I was just you were talking about people judging. And so I wanted to just jump in and say that. Yeah, because that's that's deep stuff. A lot of people think that the right mentality to have is, oh, screw you guys and give them the finger, which I won't give. (laughs) But give them the finger. Screw you. No, you know, you're going to care. Right. And that's okay. That's normal. You just can't let it change your mission. Yeah. But I just wanted to throw that in there. No, for sure. (laughs) But yeah, so like I was saying, um, you know, ego is most definitely led by fear, the fear of failing, the fear of looking stupid, the fear of people judging you. Um, I feel like that's where ego comes from. Now, when it comes to having an ego or learning to set your ego aside, what have you done? Do you, do you feel like you have an ego? Mm, I feel like in high school, I had quite the ego. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. Um, ego and confidence. Are they different things? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. So one, so in my opinion, ego is like flaunting. It's overconfidence and cockiness because there is a huge difference between confidence, having lots of confidence mm-hmm. and being cocky. Right. And cocky is when that ego starts slipping in and overpowering your confidence Yeah. to a hurtful level. Right. So I feel like ego is almost when you have an ego, a large ego about something that's going on, you're almost trying to bring others down. To point out how good you are. Because that's how much you would do for your ego. Right. Because it's so much easier to tear someone down than it is to build yourself up. Right. It takes two seconds to say, you're garbage. You yeah. suck. Yeah. Two seconds. 
And now with confidence, I feel I I love teaching people, but I can never teach. Do you know what I mean? It's if someone needs my help and someone needs assistance with something that I excel in, I teach them because I have confidence in my ability to share information. But I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm the best at this. You're going to love hearing my information. What are you doing? You know what I mean? Right. Like when we met in the gym, yep. you're like, I'm, I'm skinny. I want to put on weight. I'm like, dude, I put on too much weight. Let me help <laughs> you out. And uh, we kind of just, we shared ideas. I wasn't ever mean about it. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, bro, it you're so skinny. It was always a sandbox recess time. Explain. It was always crafting and playing. And like we had a strict routine we stuck to. Yeah, yeah. But we still played with it. We still learn more. Yeah. It was never, I know everything I know. That's all I need to know. Mm-hmm. And that's all you should know. Right. It was, hey, man, try this. Oh, hey, what about this? Oh, that's perfect. You know? Yeah. It was just, just bouncing off creativity and, and researching it and yeah. trying it. And, like, I don't know. There was there was one thing that I, I really respected out of you when we first started lifting together is you would never look at the weight I was putting up and say, I'm, I'm going to do that and then ruin up your whole set because you were worried about you looking weak. And I was like, dang, this kid doesn't want to ego lift. That's awesome. That's like, that's one of the best steps you can take because once you throw your ego out the window, all you have is growth. Right. Because the ego is what holds you back. It really is. It was, it's been fun. Yeah. Just everything. I've yeah. loved every, every step of the journey has just been incredible. And I'm so happy we got to start this podcast and share with these people. Our viewers are amazing. I can't I can't put into words how much I appreciate when someone texts me and they're like, I watched your podcast and it affected me so much. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's one person. Mm-hmm. Which it's actually been a few. Right, yeah. I don't we wanna. I mean, we've both we've both gotten, you know, quite a few people, which it's awesome. That was that's I still have bigger goals, but that right there was what I was shooting for. Mm-hmm. And I, I attained it. We attained it. Yeah. And th- and that's the goal of the whole podcast is Caleb and I, we've we've had our experiences in life. And we obviously... And we have a lot left to experience. Oh, yeah. We have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of miles of uncharted territory to walk across. And we are so excited to learn through it. Um, but we are... We are so excited every day to come up with new things to share with you guys, how we got through our experiences, what we still implement in our lives so we can avoid these issues down the road. And do you know how much I learned from this episode that we're recording right now? I've learned a lot. I've, I've learned quite a bit as well. And, you know, it's always topics that I'm pretty sure I know quite a bit in and I always mm-hmm. learn something. And then we just like a, a meeting of the minds. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your stuff. I have my stuff. And then we just teach each other. Right. And then you guys get to listen. So. And pretty soon, I think you were talking about wanting to get more people, like maybe call in. Yeah, we were going to so do some. we're going to work on setting that up. Yeah, we're going to do some video calls. Um, That'll be fun. Super fun. We can just I can't sit wait here. to talk to you guys. Yeah. And just talk with you guys for, you know, however long. We don't care. We never really have a time limit. Right. And sorry I'm not repping the hoodie. Mine got dirty. Got some mozzarella sauce on, oh the, my on the very edge of the sleeve. One spot. It was when we were at Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> So it looks like we'll give away another hoodie. He's not he's not <laughs> responsible for his. <laughs> but other than that, uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in today. It was a lot of fun. Do you have any closing statements you want to say? Um, stay tuned for Friday, casual Friday. I'm so it's a long one, but I'm so excited to share that. Yeah, we barely even talk about you know mindset. We, you you're kind of just sitting there. You get to listen to Caleb and I just 
you know, it'd be like hanging out with us for a little less than an hour. Yeah, that's what it would be like, truly. Yeah, you did, we were just shooting the crap. He so. does have one scripted line, the airline food. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you'll you'll hear the scripted line. You can tell it's scripted. Um, it's if you guys funny have though. any questions about cryptocurrency, just get into that. Yeah. I don't mean to be an ad, but I'm really big into it out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's Crypt- just a quick update. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, we're both doing well in life. Uh, we hope you guys are too. We hope you guys are learning from these episodes and implementing it and, you know, just using these practices that we talk about daily. And even a tiny bit of growth is the best thing. I'm yeah. proud of everyone that has attempted any challenge or wrote down their goals or even just for a few minutes in their day considered something else. Um, yeah. Try priming. I know a few people that tried it. They said it was incredible. That's good. It's right at the beginning of the last episode if you want to know what it is. Yeah, episode four. Um, product of your environment. But, yeah. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. And uh, make sure to check out the video Friday. And happy Monday. Happy Monday. Let's grind this week. See ya.